Welcome to the Social Minute, podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today we are covering minute 14, which is 13 to 13.59 on the clock. And uh, this is the minute where we're kind of getting into, uh, you know, face mash. Uh, Eduardo gives up the formula uh, after not much resistance. And, uh, and Mark Zuckerberg goes live on this particular site. And we cut between the, the parties that are still happening at the, the finals club. Uh, and then, you know, people start voting on stuff and uh, gradually that will take over the next few minutes. But uh, we kind of finish this minute with that just beginning. And uh, Mark asks the question, which I think was one of the lines in one of the trailers where he says, the question is, who are they going to send it to? Um, and of course, you know, it's implied in the trailer that they're talking about Facebook, but they're actually talking about mm-hmm. FaceMash. Um, and joining mm-hmm. me to talk about today is uh, Alex Gradet. Hello, Alex. Hello. Now, yeah, so this is kind of, you know, a familiar taste started in the previous minute. This is where we really kick it into high gear and uh, we get some, you know, we get uh, two girls kissing. Uh, we get people dancing on a table and, uh, you know, taking off their clothes. And, uh, and then in between we get... We get we get the kind of the I don't know if you call it like the glory shot, but we get all four of the guys like kind of they start slightly at the back of the frame and then they all kind of lean into the computer as face mash kind of goes live and they they all kind of say, you know, the one on the left. And, <laughs> and that's kind of like the start of this sequence of, you know, the left or the right. And, uh, you know, then obviously this is I mean, you know, the kind of the the idea that uh, in the last minute that Eduardo was the you know, the one who was going to kind of talk them out of this is kind of given mm-hmm. up quite quickly because Mark yeah. basically just says, I need the algorithm. And then that's it. Uh, you know, Eduardo immediately just writes it onto the uh, onto the window, uh, something that was directed in the script. So this is not like an invention of David Fincher. This is, uh, you know, this is Aaron Sorkin kind of coming up with a trope that, you know, is very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think A Beautiful Mind might have actually predated this this by putting this writing stuff on a window type thing. Yeah, but I think, I think, it did, but I think Sorkin sort of treats it like a trope. I don't know whether it happened in real life or not, um, but uh, it's certainly much more cinematic than than a whiteboard, especially when you get, you know, you get this beautiful shot that you know that's it's it's tracking toward uh, toward the outside of the window as Eduardo's on the inside of it, writing the algorithm on it, and then once he finishes and steps away, there's great rack focus where you see, um, Mark and Dustin and the other guys framed perfectly in the window with the out-of-focus, uh, algorithm in front of them, and frankly, I'd rather see all of that than, you know, than, uh, so beautifully done, uh, than, um, just scribbled on a whiteboard or something. Yeah, and I mean later on when uh, when when Mark starts developing, you know, the Facebook, he does kind of have a whiteboard with ideas written on it and you know note cards and stuff. Right. And it, you know, it, it, it for the purposes of you know practicality, that's better. But just for this moment, that little kind yeah. of zoom in on the guys, uh, you know, going through the formula essentially to show them sitting down and. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and then they send it to people, and you know, at first, you know, the parties are still dominated by people partying, um, and I think that this is the interesting thing of depicting this, like this website, you know, which we know from the trailer. If you've seen the trailer, you know it's going to get twenty-two thousand hits, 
And, you know, so it's like, who are the who are these people that nobody knows? And I believe this is something that's expressed by Divian Rendra later mm-hmm. on. How did they how did this website become that popular like so quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, that the kind of in the previous minutes, we've discussed that the selling point is it's people, you know, um, mm-hmm. in the next minute, we'll talk about like, you know, the kind of the line that brings that home. Uh, but here it's just mostly still the contrast of the kind of, the, you know, the the extremely young kind of undergrads all partying and kind of, you know, pushing the boundaries, as it were, of, of like what they what they should be doing at college or just experiencing college, you know, just yeah. experimenting, having fun, playing card games and, you know, just doing stuff that you'd expect these dorms to be filled with on the you know, on a Tuesday night. There's, there's also, there's some interesting direction, excuse me, going on. Uh, You know, like we talked about, there's been this turning point where we've gone from um, in motion to uh, 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 familiar taste. And so now the party, the party footage at the Phoenix starts taking on a completely different tone. And, oh, I just turned 13, taking on a completely different tone. (laughs) And, um, uh, You know, while you had all these girls on the bus and in line and just really like super eager to participate. Now you see like there's two girls making out and obvious like it's obvious from the framing and the staging. They've been put up to it and they're giggling sort of nervously. You get this uh, you get this shot uh, from behind of a girl uh, taking off her top and throwing it on the table in a game of strip poker, uh, which is framed very like very. uh, very sexily to draw out the sex appeal of it, but then it holds on her long enough to see she's like shaking her head and can't believe she's doing this. And we're starting to get the sense that, you know, the 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 women who made it into this party that they were so excited for this advancement, they are starting to be less certain of their decision to participate uh, in it, which makes it all the more interesting when you start getting face mash making the rounds where they had no opportunity to consent to participating in it how they feel about it. So it's, it's the, it, it, it's these couple of little moments that are a neat little on-ramp to these outbursts uh, in this minute and the next where the women involved in this dragged into this thing clearly feel some kind of violation over it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, like obviously the kind of the, you know, the participation of the, the women at the party, you know, obviously they're on the bus They're you know, mm-hmm. they're as described by Erica in the first few minutes, you know, they're bust in, um, and and they're they're kind of very when they're on the bus they seem you know there's an eagerness like they're they're mm-hmm. they're all dressed up they're they're willing to be there you know when the like we said the club president builds it up like you know mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this is the first party of the semester and you know it, mm-hmm. so it's like okay well this this looks like this is going to be a fun place to be you know this is mm-hmm. this might be a fun you know you get basically uh, obviously in America the, the less enlightened of the nations the drinking age is 21 over here the drinking age is 18 so of course by the time mm-hmm. everyone's 16 over here they've already been drunk <laughs> way many times but by the time we get to 18 and you go to university you don't really care about getting drunk because you've done it so many times uh but obviously the 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 allure of of kind of underage drinking as well at these parties you know there's no one here who's clearly over 21 Mm -hmm. and so all of that is kind of building into this kind of like heady atmosphere where you know the 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 timeline on zuckernick gives you the idea that you know mark zuckerberg starts at like before 10 o'clock drinking Mm -hmm. and that's where he comes up with the idea for face mash it takes him about three hours to get all of the pictures out of the Mm -hmm. entire directory and then it takes him another hour before he actually starts face mash you know proper so by the time he's done that he's been drinking for five hours but also everybody at these parties has also been drinking for five hours. Mm-hmm. And they've probably been drinking a lot more than Mark Zuckerberg's been drinking because he's probably only had a couple of beers, um, you know, out of their very well-stocked fridge. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so like, 
so it's not just it's not just that you know these people have, are at these parties. You know they were willing five hours ago. Whether or not they're still willing, you know, five hours later, and and you know a, a whole bunch of drinks. Um, you know, I think in the script, uh, Sorkin identifies the club president as being a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So he's what nineteen, going on twenty. Um, mm-hmm. So, but you know, so I'm guessing most of the girls that are there are probably just slightly younger than that, because obviously. Um, you know, when you're at college, you know, the, the allure of going to parties with older people is is more, you know, you wouldn't really want to go to parties that your own age group are going to be right, at. Right, right. So there's maybe an implication there that they are maybe freshmen. And so maybe this is their first party at college. And so obviously they maybe are willing to kind of push the boundaries a little bit more to just kind of, you know, participate and be part of it. Mm-hmm. And like you say, yeah, the shots do frame it where it's like these girls are reluctant. Um, you know, the, 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 we also see them kind of there's some girls dancing on a table in their underwear. And, you know, I don't know, it, it, like the whole thing kind of starts to take on this thing where if I was at that party, I'd be like, this just doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. been drinking for a long time and things are starting to get to the point where it's like, oh, I don't know, I, this doesn't feel like a kind of party that I really am enjoying anymore. <laughs> I'd probably just want to go home. I probably want to go home after about an hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'd yeah. probably get there actually and, and have the speech from that president guy and be like, I don't want to be here. This is really not my <laughs> I don't like this uh, ultimate Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I don't care about how exclusive this club is. I'm getting out of here. Like, that guy's wearing his hat backwards with a blazer. This just feels like the wrong atmosphere. But yeah, it does feel like the change from emotion to a familiar taste. There is a there is a distinct change in atmosphere. Like the first, you know, the whole kind of buildup of, of mm-hmm. emotion, it feels like kind of exciting and, oh, everyone's arriving and the buses. And then now it's like, oh, they've been there a few hours and... You know, they they may be starting to do things they probably wouldn't have done if they they'd maybe had one less drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, like you say, like the, the the kind of the the whole thing with the strip poker, it does it does seem like you know the the you know the girl is kind of just participating to kind of not be a spoil. Yeah, sport. she's going along to get like, along, but yeah, yeah, and it and it yeah, and but then that contrasts nicely with these you know these four kind of shut-ins <laughs> who who have basically you know they've violated people's privacy mm. more than you know people kind of taking off their clothes in a, a game of strip poker yeah and like you say there's no there's no these people who are now being put into this face mash they've had no choice uh, and it's worth saying i say people but it's just it's just the women it's just the women um <laughs> yeah it's just the women that they've chosen mm-hmm. um and you know we we start to get you know just a tiny bit at the, at the end of this where it's like you know like mark is obviously like who are they going to send it to mm-hmm. and that is that's kind of the question that later on in the film you know when when uh, when Mark wants to get Facebook out there, he uses his connections with Eduardo, and he's like, "We need to we need to get it sent to people in the finals clubs. Like those are the people we need on this site to kind of get it going." And so you know, Mark kind of knows his social status, and he knows that you know uh, Eduardo is going to be the one who can help him later on. Yeah, and, and in this case, and that scene becomes sort of a, a more. Um... Uh, 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 a replay of this scene, but with the playfulness sucked out of it and where yeah. it really becomes very stakesy and, um, uh, and really gets a, a tone of sinisterness to it. Yeah. Whereas here it's like, well, who, who, you know, we're going to send it to a few people who are in this house, you know, who are in Dwyer and Neil, you mm-hmm. know, like the people that they know that, uh, that Chris and Dustin know, but then it's like, who are they going to send it to? And like, that's, like you know it's that's kind of an exciting idea of like yeah how like will this spread will it become successful we obviously know from the trailer and you kind of know from the the kind of the subject matter of the film yeah it's going to be successful but i think just that kind of interesting seed of like how did it get out there like and then of course you know 
uh, with the kind of the, the we finish off with the kind of poker game and someone is like kind of um you know there's someone's by a computer and that's just where we're about to get into the start of the kind of you know the left and right thing um as the minute ends mm-hmm. um but yeah no i think this is like kind of a nice little you know it's it's, it's just kind of like uh there's, there's like a when the door closes you see some people like at the very end of the minute you see some people sitting on these stairs with laptops and and like someone comes in through this door and the door just closes just before the the kind of the end of the minute and seeing these people sitting on laptops it's like if this was to happen today it would just be like it would be on phones like no one no one would be sitting on laptops yeah so it's an intro it's like it's a nice little kind of touch that yeah that that was the era it was like even though this thing spread quite quickly, it it still had to require people to sit in front of computers to participate in it. Like the fact the the fact that they were all on Wi-Fi would have been the the innovation of the time, um, and tonally, all the laptop people. I mean, they're they are straight out of Fight Club. Like they, um, the way they are framed, the way they're they're um, just made to look the kind the the really unsettling and unappealing glee they're getting out of this the almost boredom with it like they they really look like they're about to go pick a fight with a stranger and lose <laughs> yeah yeah it is a bit kind of project mayhem uh of those guys but yeah mm-hmm. um i mean yes yeah, so you know the, the minute kind of just f- finishes as we're about to kind of get into the meat of you know what face mash is and and how it spreads mm-hmm. uh, and obviously all of that will lead us uh, eventually to kind of jump forward in time uh in a few minutes time to mm-hmm. the the present day and we'll see where this is heading um, but yeah, so, I mean, is there anything else that we need to cover in this minute, do you think, or yeah, yeah, I feel like we got it. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to say, you know, this is the Thursday question, which is, uh, you know, of the social networks that you've used or you use, what would you say is probably, uh, I would say favorite, but I feel like that, I feel like everyone hates all social <laughs> networks these days, but what is the most useful, would you say? Uh, or, you know, uh, oh, geez, I, I miss the simplicity of, of a friendster. When, you know, there was not a lot of jazz that you could put on your wall, like on like on MySpace, which just became this weird sort of uh, flea market aesthetic of um, of whatever background and 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 uh, force played uh, music you wanted people to listen to. Um, You know, uh, Facebook is fine, apart from how it's, you know, pulled the plug on human society and we're all circling the drain because of it. I, I find that I, I like Twitter just because I have kind of curated and cultivated it to just be um to be a really delightful echo chamber of people who um want to get angry at Donald Trump or Last Jedi haters with me. Um but I feel like Friendster is the one where it really felt like we had uh like a genie had come out of a bottle. Every single other one of them became Oh, this is this is the neighborhood I can find you in, but this is not uh, this is not the metropolis opening up in front of me. I, I and some of this is just everything's easier once you've survived it, and I just feel like for it to be two thousand three and Friendster era again, just feels like almost 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 too pure to wish for. <laughs> I, I believe I, I don't know who said it, but it's like with each social network we move further away from God. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. true. Uh, yeah. So uh, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I think I think with Twitter, I think once you've managed to get like your kind of uh, who you're following to just the people that you want to mm-hmm. hear from. I know people complain about echo chambers and all this kind of stuff, but it's like 
you know, sometimes you just want to you just want to hear an echo of your own thoughts and have that come back from like people who are probably cleverer than you and you know, kind of more charming than you and probably more succinct than you in most <laughs> in most cases. Um, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So I, you know, I think Twitter really. I mean, for me, you know, obviously Facebook has been very useful in terms of. Uh, you know, connecting to people to kind of do stuff like this. Uh, but, you know, I, I do kind of find Twitter to be quite useful, uh, particularly if you want to just yell at people. Absolutely. It's great nice to be that. cathartic and just yell at strangers over the Internet. Hmm. Uh, so, well, let's go to plugs. Uh, is there anything you wish to plug, Alex? Yeah, I actually want to plug something that's not mine. But along the lines of what we've been talking about, about David Fincher as a filmmaker, there's a great um, there's a great video essay on YouTube by uh, Nerdwriter One called How David Fincher Hijacks Your Eyes. And I saw it, I think, sometime last year. I think he put it out just before Mindhunter um, made it out on Netflix. And it made me watch Mindhunter with a completely different lens. And it really took this this material that I'd been watching for about 20 years at that point and gave me a whole new insight into, uh, into David Fincher's style. It's a really great video, um, and I absolutely recommend yeah, it. Yeah, I think other people have mentioned that as well uh, when we've talked about David Fincher. It's it, Yeah, it's a great way of kind of just telling you how he does what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and the key is basically no handhelds. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> that's the main key to it. That's no it. handhelds and always always frame people's faces correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once you, once you know that, every other film just looks terrible because you're like, what's going on? Why is this? <laughs> Why is he doesn't just move it down an inch? Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, you can find us on MySpace at MySpace.com slash The Social Minute or you can find us on Twitter at Social underscore Minute or you can find us on Facebook at The Social Minute Podcast. Thanks once more for being my guest today, Alex. Hey, pleasure to be here. And otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow.